we talk about music, music news, music stuff, and anything else that comes up. Hi, Talia. Hey, Austin. How's it going? Good, good. All right. You ready for this? Let's get into it. <laughs> that was a quick one. That was. Man. <clears throat> so, I uh, remember when we were talking about streaming, talking about how Life of Pablo, Kanye's new album, is only available on Tidal. Well, lo and behold, it's not the case anymore. Right, Mr. Never, never, never going to be available on any other streaming service. Now we've got it on Apple Music and Spotify. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, now um, it is interesting, though, that it's still only available on streaming services. There's no physical copies to be had. You can't go out and buy a CD or pick up a record. Or no, but you can't also, you can't buy it digitally either, correct? Right. You can't own this music. Nope. You can only stream it. Right. Huh. So we talked about that last week where we're like, or a couple weeks ago where we're like, hey, it's going to depend completely on how relevant that artist stays to you. Yep. You know, if that, if they're going to make more money off of streaming music or purchasing a physical or digital copy. He's been pretty good at keeping this, this relevant though. He's updated it. Um, So the version that's actually on... Spotify and Apple Music right now is different than what was originally put on Tidal. That's really cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Even though I'm not like a, a super fan, I, ha- I haven't even listened to this to this album at all yet. I think that's kind of cool. Like, because everybody's been talking about it more so than any other album is. Right. Well, first, because he's only doing it through streaming service, and then he chose to do it strictly through Tidal, which doubled the amount of Tidal subscribers. Right. <laughs> this is insane. We don't. I don't know how many subscribers they have but doubling any amount of a subscriber through the service is crazy so he was able to increase revenue for that streaming platform um well i mean maybe and how many how many people do you think are going to stick around after that free trial now that it's available on other streaming services more so had he not only released it on title i mean How many services rely on you forgetting to... That's a good point. ...to cancel your subscription. That's um, a really good point. Forgetting that you bought extra insurance on something, right? That's how a lot of businesses are making money. Yeah. You forget to not renew it. Right. Or to cancel your yeah, subscription or whatever it is. Renewal. Yeah. There's a lot of services I have because I'm just like, ah, I'll get around to it. Right. You know? Then with them you know, increasing the availability of his music to Apple Music and Spotify, people began talking about it, you know, yep. just like we are. So he's getting all this PR from this. Which I think, I think that's a very internet approach, you know, as we see, like, people becoming really popular on YouTube or, like, different blogs and their level of popularity. The big thing there is just constantly having new content. Right. And um, updating this album, making it available different places, is really kind of going that route, where it's it's this kind of changing, evolving entity. Right. It is kind of cool. I don't know. I I, I think it is kind of cool that he's like setting, like kind of being like a pace setter for this trend. Yeah. You know, like are is this the way music's going to go from this point? You know, are we gonna just exclusively stream music. I mean, I currently do. Right. Which, you know, wouldn't be a problem for me, but for a lot of people who don't want to put down the money every month, they just want to have the music that they have and just, you know, purchase songs here and there that might end up being an issue. Yeah, but there's no, you know, there's no updating 
a physical copy or even a, a download. Once you've downloaded that, that file stays the way that it is. But you have to download another file if there's an update or a change to it. Yeah, I think we're just going to have to evolve the way that we consume and think about music because we think about it as a finalized product and something you'll always have as opposed to being able to update. Yeah, kind of more of an evolving art form as opposed to something that's static. Right. I, I just, I don't know. I think it's, going back to um, him releasing everything just on title. I think it's really strange that... We do know how many times it was streamed. Apparently it was streamed 250 million times within the first two days. Ten days. First ten days, yeah. yeah. Which would equate to about 167,000 sold. Right. right, yeah. If you go with, you know, billboards, I think it's 1,500 streams per like, album, album sold. sold. Yeah. Then that would equate to the 167,000. But people like myself who aren't going to sign up for a, a subscription service for one artist. Um, there, a lot of people were downloading that album illegally. Yeah, I've And seen, in that first 10 days... Yeah, I've seen like 500,000 illegal download yeah, estimates. Yeah, half a million. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I guess the the kind of equivalent would be, it, you know, an exclusive deal with a retailer. So... Target has a lot of that. Right. Yeah. Um, but those deals aren't... You can only buy this album here, and you can't get it anywhere else. It's there's some sort of exclusive content on it, or something like that. You can still right, like go other two places. bonus songs. Yeah, you right. can still go other places and get the album. It'd be more like if Target was the only place that you could buy that CD or that album. Right, that would be really weird. It would be weird and inconvenient. <laughs> Extremely. Although I do, I'm, I do like Target. I can't, <laughs> I can't be mad about that. Well, no, I mean, the reason it would be inconvenient is because you go in to buy a $10 CD and end up walking out with, like, $50 in house stuff. New curtains. Yeah. Some bath towels. Yeah, a lamp or two. Purse. Yeah. Yep, I get that. <laughs> That's where they get you. Yep. They're like, you know what? I'm going to single-handedly increase home goods sales for Target. That's right. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think... I do think he really kind of shot himself in the foot. I mean, since he's kind of create, or going for this creative release strategy where he's only going to be streaming the album and kind of having it change and, and update and evolve, I think he really screwed himself over by putting it just on one streaming service that has the lowest number of subscribers of any streaming service. That's true, but... I don't know. I see it both ways. I think he either really hurt himself too because they're not um, releasing streaming figures to Nielsen. Right. Title isn't. But that's at the sole discretion of the artist. So the artist gets to, they can request it not be yeah. set up. But that means Billboard isn't able to put you on a chart. Right. So you can't be charted in the top 100. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, if you have embarrassing streaming numbers because you are only available on one service and you tout yourself as being then one you of the might greatest not artists in the be, world, yeah, you might yeah. want to tell people... Uh, Maybe not so much. Yeah. Yeah? I don't know. I, I think, yeah, he could hurt himself and it, and it could not be... You know, he could have said, hey, we don't want the streaming numbers because we know it's going to be a lot less had we not... You know, because we didn't release it to these other streaming uh, platforms or like we talked about earlier it's like marketing genius 
simply because everybody is talking about this album right. and how to get it, whether it's controversial, like we're saying, hey, we're not going to download Tidal right. no matter what. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to it. But it, you're going to think about it. You're going to know about it. You're going to talk about it with your friends. And then when it is released, like I'm probably going to listen to it now that it's on Apple Music because I have that, you know, Yeah. I subscribe. Um, but also because everyone's been talking about it. I did listen to a couple snippets of the songs and it's meh, but yeah, well, I mean, yeah. And that's that, that's that whole convenience piece though. I'm going to listen to it now because it's convenient for me to do so. And I'm not putting myself out. I'm not going to have to take the time to fill out for, you know, my title subscriber info or any of that crap. Mm -mm. Even if there was, um, you know, a free trial period, I'm not going to do it. Right. No, sounds silly and lazy, but that's how it is. Nah, like, it, it's it's not. I don't think it's silly and lazy at all. Like you know, my time is valuable, and I'm, I'm not gonna waste my time on something that I might not enjoy. Yeah, I, I do think it it got a lot of attention from the media, and uh, people like us who were talking about it with friends, like right. And everyone's real excited now that the album is out on different platforms, and from a lot of the articles that I've read. Uh, they're predicting that it's going to chart at number one. Yeah. And and that would be really interesting to see. I'm excited to see when those figures come out. Right, because this has only been out for a, f- a few days now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it just hit, um, like, Apple Music and Spotify and stuff, what, on the 1st? Yes, 1st of April. And it's been out since the 14th of February, so they waited about a month and a half Yeah. before they put that out. But it's, it's going to be really interesting to see. I really want to see what these numbers are like, and... See if there's, like, another plot twist in this album. I kind of feel like it's a story. Right. You know? Um, I mean, it is the life of Pablo. That's true. <laughs> it's like Pablo's memoir. Is that going, is that going to be the next album? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope... Uh, you know what I don't like seeing, though, is the cover art. Yeah. I was really surprised by it. I just saw that today. Yeah. Especially with... I mean, Kanye has a... He's a has a fashion line. Right. He's a very aesthetic person. And his, his, like as an artist, he's always been very aesthetically driven. Right. And his first three albums were all very intentional. Like yep. he had those laid out prior to his first album coming out at all. Like he knew this is what the first album is going to be called. And the songs in this order. Yep. And the next album and the next album. Yeah. So I was surprised to see what... I perceive to be very little effort yeah in the art right very little effort and it's ugly it is it's yeah. I'm not sure what's happening yeah it's like don't shoot me orange mm-hmm. I don't like it Nope. I don't like it at all and I think that's one of the things that sucks about streaming and with streaming being so popular and not having those physical album copies is that we're missing out on a lot of really cool visual art Right. That can go along with the music. It used to be so much fun buying an album and bringing it home. And as you're listening to it, following the music with the liner notes and the artwork and reading about it, whether it's lyrics or reading their little um, thank yous and shout outs. Yeah, I used to love the thank yous. (laughs) Yeah, well, and, um, you know, in the past, I guess, kind of more rock music than than anything. That could be just because that's what I'm more familiar with. But really famous and popular visual artists have worked with bands and musicians to create that album and to create that 
you know, visual for it. Like Andy Warhol doing the banana for Velvet Underground yes. and Nico. Or um, some girls with the sliding faces with the different haircuts. Or um, Sticky Fingers, the Rolling Stones record where you could unzip the crotch of the jeans and underneath it was a pair of tidy whities. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been a little bit of that uh, recent-ish. Like Banksy Ish? did a Blur album a few years ago. That's pretty cool. But not much. And, mm-hmm. and I really miss that having that that strong visual to go along with the audio, even if it's just something that pops up on my phone screen while I'm listening to it. Right. I would rather have something that is eye-catching or appeals to me or has something to do with, I don't know, is, is intentional on the art uh, and the, you know, the music artist side. Yeah. You know, that they put up there purposely. I don't know. I feel like Kanye's and a lot of these nowadays are just like the person's face name of the album. Right. You know, or the band at a live show, or, I don't know, maybe trying to get too simple with it, but... Yeah. There's really something to be said to having... I mean, when I think of music, for me, it's an experience. Right. And having all of the aspects of that experience available to me is it's pretty valuable. I equate it to, like, going to a live show versus watching it. Yeah, you know, watching, yeah, watching it on YouTube or whatever. Right. I used to love going in because you got to see, you may even get a preview of cover art, you know, before you actually got the album. Right. You know, and you got to hear snippets of the songs. But previously, you know, you would have to go out and buy it and, and uh, sit down with it and go through everything. Actually, I was a big fan of Kanye before his first album dropped and I was really excited about it. When I got it, I remember putting it on and just making a day of it. Yes. Yeah. I put it on and I, I, you know, drove up Lakeshore Drive until I ran into the suburbs yep. and I literally just went as far as I could up on the lake on Sheridan Road and drove back down. I just spent like three hours listening to it and then came home and was like, I need to listen to it some more. Yeah. So I, re- <laughs> I re- rearranged my apartment while listening to it. Nice. You know, and then you, you go through this, like, natural progression of, like, you like the songs that are on the radio first, because those are the ones you're familiar with. And then you're like, ah, those are played out. These B cuts are my favorite, you yeah. know? I don't know. I just, I miss that experience. Yeah, well, and with that, too, the the cover art for it was such, I don't know, it was, it, it drew you in. Mm-hmm. You know, the bear? Right. Like, that was, and he kept that for a long yeah, time. Yeah, three albums, yeah. three, four, yeah. And, you know, that was kind of right on the cusp, I guess, is illegal downloading was pretty popular at that time. Right. But we didn't have these same streaming services that we do now. So I feel like with that album and the cover art that went along with it was also part of the marketing strategy where you saw that bear and that, you know, kind of weird... Uh, you know, high school or college dropout thing, and mm-hmm. you, you had to grab it because you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Right. Um, and I think especially that's... back then, hip hop didn't have a lot of like cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> right. Hip hop wasn't cute. No. And and I mean that might be why we're seeing cover art suffer because it's not. I guess I guess cover art's not used as marketing. Yeah, it's not like they. Put this marketing up in record stores anymore, billboards. Right, you're not walking by an end cap at the store. 
right? And it catches your eye. Yeah. Yeah, they're solely relying on online banners. Yeah, so, banners, mm-hmm. YouTube videos, I guess, to a certain extent. Yeah. I mean, we've seen a lot of bands become popular because they had YouTube videos like OK Go and the treadmill thing. Yes. Um, you know, that was... But each a, time, they've had to top themselves. Right. To the point where now they're doing... Have you seen the last one? No, like, I haven't. They go in this... Um, they go on an airplane where there's like no gravity and they have like eight uh, minutes where they can stage and they do a whole skit in an airplane and they had to make the inside of an airplane look more like a, a commercial yeah. plane and they do an entire skit with a, or they do the whole video with like a, you know, a fake airline team. Oh, huh. that's interesting. It's I mean, yeah. Really, well, they're flipping around and throwing stuff around inside the plane. It's really kind of cool. Yeah. And I mean... To be totally transparent, I think OK Go is an objectively terrible band. <laughs> but I will watch a, a cute and clever video. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think that... I, I don't think they're terrible. But would I listen to them without the videos? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think as far as music goes, they're what I would consider like a lowest common denominator band. <laughs> um, <laughs> They're not going to be anything that's going to push the envelope as far as art goes, or even within like the kind of pop rock genre. They're not. They're not trying to break down any walls or do anything that's different or new. They're trying to get as many listeners as possible. I don't know. I think the video concept is cool and new. I don't think anybody's done anything as cool as that. Yeah. Well, video. Right. Like I would call that. I, I would say they're a safe band. Their music doesn't sound bad. But it's not exceptionally good. It's not exciting music. It's not. Yeah. It's... So they have to combine it with that exciting visual to get your attention. Right. Agreed. But I, I do still miss the visual art aspect of music. Yeah. Having that combined with, you know, the music itself. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, you know, when we talk about, like, Warhol doing the those album covers, mm-hmm. um, or even, like, Robert Mapplethorpe did Patti Smith's first album cover. Like, I think that's a really cool relationship between the musician and the artist, where it's this kind of art-inspiring music, music-inspiring art. Right, it's this back and forth. Right. And I think it's like this. It's a way that you... It's really one of the only ways um, before social social media that, you know, the consumer was able to relate with and connect with those artists. Yeah, with those hand-drawn lyrics yes, and thank those are my favorite. and stuff. Yeah. I may or may not have copied it as much as I could. Like traced it? Yes. Uh, I think I have the whole Vitology Pearl Jam album like literally traced out pretending that I'm Eddie Vedder writing lyrics. I like that. Thanks. <laughs> That's a deep, dark secret that, that I just shared with yeah. you. I, was... I won't tell anybody. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> You just get me to open up. I know. <laughs> I just tell the world. That's what friends are for. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, I think with, as far as like feeling an emotional connection to the artist, social media does help with that a lot. But it can also, it can also work against you. That's true. Like I, Kanye, for uh, instance. <laughs> I was the biggest Kanye proponent slash fan. Like I could recognize his production long before his first album came out. Oh, I went yeah. to his his first tour 
I was like, yeah, yeah, you know. Yep. For probably the first two or three albums. And while he, looking back, he was already a terrible person, but he wasn't as popular. Right. You know, and so he didn't have as much power as he does now. Well, and we didn't have that visibility of it, you know, in... It was 2004. Did... Yeah. Trust. So, okay. <laughs> so there was, that was two years before Twitter. Yeah. So that's then... two years before I'm the greatest rock star alive or whatever. Was even something possible for him to say to everyone who listens to his music. Right. So... The, the only visibility I had or anyone would have to him would be his interviews. Yeah. You would see like maybe MTV or, you know... Yeah. Other well, places they would have um, interviews with them. That's like the only time that you would ever feel like you got to know them at all. And that's not a very good snapshot. Well, I think the, the difference there, though, is that... And I guess we're kind of seeing it more with, um, you know, videos on Instagram and Vine and stuff like that being available. But in an interview with someone, like a video interview or an interview on the radio, you hear that person's inflection... So you can right. you can tell the difference between confidence and cockiness, whereas in print I'm running that through my own filter. So if you just type out a tweet and it's in all caps, I don't care if you're excited. I'm gonna assume you're mad or shouting at me. Right. Yeah. So I think that's that can go either way. But then whether we have different people who are exploiting that. Um, social media aspect really well. Right. I think everyone wants to be Taylor Swift's friend. Or cat. Yeah. I would love to be her cat. I would I would be all about being her cat. Seriously. I would be okay with um, my cat being her cat. Yeah. You yeah, know? I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think it's cool because you see them as humans, you know, and you're not as, I don't know, judgy. Oh, no, I'm still judgy. I'm still so (laughs) fucking judgy. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, like, it humanizes them, right? And you're like, oh, they have a cat and they do the same thing? I have that toy, that cat toy. Or, um, you know, oh, my God, they listen to this this album, too? Like, they're not some greater being, you know? They're human and they happen to make music that you like, you know? It's just society um, puts them on this pedestal. Yeah, it, it can work either way. I'm sure, I mean, or Adele, she was banned. Right, yeah. <laughs> was it? Get a, little, get a little tipsy and get on the Twitter. <laughs> Take that right away from you. Probably smart on her, yeah. was her publicist end? Yeah, her handlers, whoever yeah. they are. Good for you. Some of them need a, a little bit of that. Right, well, yeah. And, and I it, mean, I, can, I can't imagine... The world seeing all of my tweets or Facebook posts or anything else, you know, especially I look back and, you know, we all have time hop. Yeah. That's my way of seeing what I need to go back and delete. So it's like, it's like, (laughs) thank you for showing me the mistakes that I've made. I can get rid of this. And you're going to every year on this date. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Constant reminder of an ex. Or a terrible thing that I used to say. Right. Mm-hmm. All the decisions I would make or all the information I would give to the world. Yeah, no. I don't know. I can't, I can't imagine my life being seen through the this, like, uh, magnifying glass. You know, and everyone kind of tearing apart what you do. Oh, yeah. There's 
there's definitely a um when you have like more eyes on it or whatever there's there's a harsher there's a harsher view it's, it's more judgy super judgy yeah like justin bieber's hair gross what's happening i don't know i don't like it Ooh. i've never liked him until this album and i hate that i love this album but i love it mm-hmm mm-hmm but I don't like him. There's a lot of conflict happening. Yeah, there. I understand that. Yeah, a lot of internal yeah. conflict. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's right. I'm not the only one. No. This is an issue. But uh, speaking of Adele, when we talk about album sales, so the only place that Adele's album is streaming right now is on Pandora. What? You can't? Nope. You cannot you stream her. You can't stream her on Apple Music. You can't Damn. stream her on Spotify. You can't even stream her on Tidal if you have a subscription there. Um, so what is she doing? She is just doing physical sales and download sales. So you can download it from iTunes. But, you know, if you pay for the album, you can download it. But it's not going to be included in your subscription. The only reason that it's available for streaming on Pandora is that um, because you can't pick, like, what you want to listen to on Pandora. It's not like, you know, on, right. you can search for an artist it and comes pick that up. album. Yeah, it throws like at you kind of you random, want. but right. more yeah, it comes at you random like yeah yeah, it just throws at you whatever you want like a radio, right? Um, okay, okay. Those are the rules that Pandora follows. So as far as like copyright and payment and things like that, Pandora follows old time radio rules. So they can play pretty much whatever the fuck they want as long as they pay that artist for that play. So even when. Um, Taylor Swift pulled all of her stuff off of Spotify and got into the tiff with Apple Music, you could still hear it on Pandora if it came up in your radio. And Adele's last album, 25, is the largest selling, like, first week, or is the, the largest first week sales. This bitch sold 3.38 million copies in the first week. Just the first week. Just the first week. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, she peaked at number one. She's number five right now on Billboard, I see. Yeah. And she's been on the the chart for 19 weeks. Yeah, it came out in November. Without streaming. Right. Without streaming. Huh. There's there's actually only ever been a few albums who have you know even come close to that. The, the next highest sales were back from March of 2000, before streaming was a thing, before illegal downloading was really popular, and that was InSync's No Strings Attached. Wow. Yeah. Take it back. Taking it back. <laughs> That's nuts. Now, I'm not going to get into my feelings on Adele, but I feel like those sales numbers are incredibly impressive, especially when we look at um, kind of the difference between first week sales there and Kanye's first week of streaming or first 10 days of streaming. Yeah, that's insane. Adele has a much wider fan base. True. Um, than Kanye, I think just because of the style of music, but... I don't know. I can't... I think she has a, a beautiful voice. I think she has some pretty good music, but I don't know. I can't just... I, I can't get into it. You know, I can't picture myself at a live show crying. Right. Yeah, you're not going to Sam Smith Adele? Shut up. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hate It's like Roast Talia episode. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I'm done. <laughs> no, but I mean, okay, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. 
I think that Adele is another lowest common denominator artist. Why I feel that? like her the music itself, like the her backing tracks, are very uninteresting. It's nothing that hasn't already been done a million times. Her lyrics are very cliched and expected. Her melody lines are not that interesting. What sells it is her voice. And that's it's, very similar to, to Sam Smith's first album. I was drawn to his voice, but if I were to just listen to the music or the content, the songwriting, not very good. Yeah. That's why I'm super interested to see, you know, how the second album is going to turn out because he obviously has become a lot more popular. Right. You know, and will have the ability to yeah, but partner this is, with different producers. I mean, we're talking about a young artist who has his first album put out. That's true, versus Adele, who's versus been in the Adele, game for a who's while. Versus been in the game for a while. This is her third album. Okay. She'll she learn, you know, learn right. by now. Yeah. And luckily, they're all named after her ages, so I can say her first album came out six years ago. and true. Or, it, I guess, almost seven years ago this, now. Are they really based on her age? Yeah, 19, 21, 25. Huh, she's only 25. Yeah. Huh. And if, if like, the, the lyrics and the content from 25 came from a 19-year-old... I would be impressed. Or a lot more impressed. That's true. So I haven't seen any information or any any statements or anything from Adele or her camp about whether or not it's ever going to be available on streaming services. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see... She's sitting, what, at number five right now on, right, the, on yeah. the charts? Yeah. I'll be interested to see if that goes up, if it does become available on streaming services. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm also really excited to see how the numbers actually flesh out for Kanye's album. Me too. I really want to know what happens. Like, and like I said before, like, is there is something else going to happen to like, yeah, is there going to be another change? Kick up some more dust. Right. Yeah. Like what's going to happen? Because I feel like he's got to keep the attention, you know, keeping the media. That's not a problem for him. Right. <laughs> right. Or, you know, just keep his relevance up. Because if you're strictly streaming, you've got to keep people talking about you, so they're always streaming your music. Yep. Yeah, you got to keep that constant content. Yep. Is he gonna follow suit with his next album moving forward, or is he gonna learn from this and be like, ah, fuck, I should yeah. probably go back. Maybe, maybe the world isn't ready for this yet. Right. Well, he's saying that he's gonna come out with another album this Just, year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think there's be... another one coming out this summer. I haven't heard whether or not it's gonna follow suit with. Life of Pablo. Yeah. Hopefully, at the very least, it has something that's visually appealing. Please. For some cover art. Please. We need some art to go alongside. Yeah. With our music. You know what I would A like to see? side of art. Yes. You know what I would like to see? Have you seen? I think it's in Australia. There's a mural of Kanye making, making out, out with, with Kanye. Kanye. That's what I want to see on that album cover. I think he's paying an artist to cover it up. Well, you know. Um, but in the meantime, can we just make that? Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. I think it would be cool for the streaming services to provide their own cover art if it sucks. There you go. I'd you know? be fine with that. You know, in, on, uh, on Apple Music, we could make a playlist of it. And, <gasps> and add our own add picture. Our own, add our own picture. Done. Done. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you want more... Who wouldn't? Right? Check us out on all of the social medias. That's right. You can find us on Twitter at Eruption, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Eruption, or on our homepage, eruptionmusic.com. 